0: I'm CJ Von Essen.
1: I'm Alexa Zamora.
0: And we will be watching every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Hello everyone and welcome to every comedy two thousand seven. Welcome back.
1: Hey everybody.
0: Alexa, you seem so uh happy and joyous to be here with me today.
1: You know, CJ I did. What's I, wrong? I did What's wrong, Alexa? What CJ, happened? CJ, I did this. I I did this. Did you? I did
0: this. We had to see this movie eventually.
1: I did this. CJ was like, what movie should we do? And I was like, okay, I know it's a bad movie and it's bad representation, but it's pride month. Happy pride month. I'm excited about pride month as a member of the LGBT community. Happy pride month. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if for pride month we did like the only LGBT comedy of 2007. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. How bad could it possibly be you know
0: spoiler <laughs> it was really bad it was so <laughs> this was a bad this was a bad one yeah. guy. Uh,
1: cj i f- i feel like watching this movie made me the victim of a hate crime and i've oh. i've been a victim of a hate crime before and thi- it- this this i hated it I hate I hate, I hate it here.
0: <laughs> this movie I can't see the target audience for this movie to be anyone except Adam Sandler. a group of like twelve-year-old boys that just haven't been taught anything educational ever. Just don't laugh at fart jokes and love to see boobies.
1: I. There were so many boobies in a movie about two men who were pretending to be gay. I can't I can't believe this. Before we started recording, I told CJ that I had to go and grab Advil cuz I was getting a headache because for like from this movie. Yeah. I hate it here, I hate it here, I hate it. You know that TikTok that's like, I hate it here, I hate it here, I hate it here, I hate it here. That's me, but with Chuck and Larry the entire time. I told CJ, usually when me and CJ watch these movies, we take notes. My notes, maximum like a page and a half, because like, I just don't have the intention span. Let me count for you. One, two, three, four, five and a half pages of notes. And, and, and I gave confused. up most of the they're way
0: here. they that not like, la- funny here, lap, no no,
1: no. no. I feel upset. And one of my favorite movies of all time is The Wedding Singer. Like, I've seen that movie. I've probably talked about it on this podcast before. I've seen that movie so many times. I could probably reenact it for you right now in the comfort of my own apartment. I love it. And watching this movie, I was like, I'm so ashamed to like anything Adam Sandler related I loved
0: uncut it's, gems Here's the thing here's the thing that's really like upsetting me too cuz I as soon as I finish watching the movie I go to Amazon go to the reviews and I just start browsing through and I like it's not reviewed well overall right it's been like yeah. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes I think I saw mm-hmm. so not reviewed well but on Amazon on the dvd reviews P- like it got reviewed so well people on the five star no section fucking were way. Sa- they were saying stuff like this is adam sandler's best work yet like this was best the funniest shit he's ever done and i just can't i can't understand how that is a mindset people have
1: they have obviously it was bad They've obviously never. I'm listen. Uncut Gems just came out, so I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, they've never seen Uncut Gems," which is Adam Sandler's best work, which I would say yes. But like, have they never seen The Wedding Singer or Fifty First Dates or even like, I don't know, fucking Happy Gilmore? Like, they haven't seen they haven't they haven't seen any of that. Big Daddy. Those those movies. I remember were,
0: really liking Fifty First Dates.
1: I listen Fifty First. I never. I didn't see the movie where uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore go to Africa. That was like their newest one. I heard that one was really bad. But they brought back a character from The Wedding Singer for that one. I. I, I really. I should see it just because. But like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are so friggin' cute together and good and funny and for like. Drew Barrymore's birthday a couple years ago, Adam Sandler came on to like a talk show that she was on and surprised her and sang her the song that he sang to her in The Wedding Singer, and I cried. I love The Wedding Singer. Can this just be a review about there The Wedding go. Singer? I don't want to talk about it. I, Chuck and Larry. I, I haven't
0: seen it, so we can't do it, and I don't think it's to
1: oh, It's not. If this it's is for just for a hurdle we're going to have to get over.
0: It. Listen, we got to... This is... We have to talk about... It. Oh, fuck. We have it. to talk about I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry.
1: Oh, now, God.
0: Now, listeners, we're not going to go into extensive detail of this plot, because that's going to... We're going to have to stop every five seconds. And
1: it's going to kill us. Truthfully.
0: Just dissect it and complain about it, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. But if you've ever seen an Adam Sandler movie, you know the formula, almost, where Adam Sandler mm-hmm. kind of just plays this... Um not likable character in different degrees yeah that learns something i guess throughout the movie and then becomes likable this is
1: okay in this
0: movie the 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 sliding scales were just too too unlikable not enough to get to the good side
1: i'm not gonna lie i think this is when adam sandler started to be started playing these characters of like i'm an asshole but all the hot chicks love me because like i mean he wasn't like that in 51st dates he wasn't like that in the wedding singer he wasn't like that in mr deeds i like mr deeds too it's another stupid comedy but like that's true you know he was a nice and i think adam sandler is best when he plays like a nice hometown boy that has a little bit of like an attitude streak i feel like this this adam sandler that we know now that's like an asshole that all the hot girls like and he's got a hot wife and he goes on vacations all the time like i don't like it's that a, it's sandler. so blatant
0: too it's I know. so blatant like uh, the, 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 let's let i just want to the first the first scene of this movie. Mm. really just mm. just really slap you in the, the, the face about what it was just.
1: It just sets it the was, tone for oh. for the fucking nightmare <laughs> that you're going to go on. Uh,
0: the, we, we, we get a scene of firemen playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Chuck, Larry, they're firemen. Wait, I
1: what the they're fuck playing, is with Adam Sandler yeah. and firemen? What the fuck is with what Adam Sandler and that? firemen? You
0: texted me that before. I don't understand what you mean by that
1: he in multiple movies has played a fireman or a volunteer fireman he played a volunteer fireman in mr deeds he played a fireman in rain over me Wh- what is up with him and fireman i literally googled during watching this movie i wrote adam sandler fireman and it just kept showing me like i now pronounce you chuck and larry and i was like no that's not what i mean and i went, <laughs> i literally googled why does adam sandler love fireman and i didn't get an answer nobody's telling me why adam sandler loves firemen why does he love firemen somebody tell me i
0: I can't i'm sorry i can't tell you it's a secret
1: i was literally not privy
0: to know then
1: i looked up like his parents i was like maybe one of his parents was a fire person no he just like alexa
0: you've you've stumbled onto some information and you've connected dots that you weren't supposed to and this is me telling you the back down. And you don't want to open he, this door. Pandora's box will happen and you will learn secrets about Adam Sandler. And he you always has
1: Steve Buscemi work. in his movies who was also in real life a volunteer fire, fireman and he volunteered during 9-11 and he was one of the firemen there. Like, he loves firemen. What does but it Steve mean? But Steve
0: Buscemi wasn't a fireman in this movie.
1: No, but I just mean like there's an, that's another connection. I know,
0: I'm saying I'm like that's so wild that he would, I don't know.
1: This what's movie's the bad connection. Anyway, so he plays a fireman and he's playing basketball with his fireman friends in, including um what's his bitch? Larry. Which one's the one that's not Adam St. Larry? I'm so yeah, upset.
0: there's Chuck and then there's Larry.
1: I know, but what's the actor? Kevin
0: James. Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. I don't
1: know why my brain kept yelling Kenny. I know who Kevin James is.
0: Yep, Kenny Chesney.
1: Kenny Chesney is in this. Movie. Adam
0: Sandler and Kenny Chesney added again Adam- in this
1: <laughs> summer <laughs> this classic ma- comedy. This madcap comedy. So they're all playing basketball, and then these this one beautiful lady comes up, and she's like, "Oh, Adam Sandler, oh Chuck." what a terrible name. Oh, Chuck, you're so sexy and I miss you. And Chuck is like, yes, I am very sexy and you're a sexy lady, but you are not a freak. And then a lady come, another lady comes up and she's like, hey, don't talk to my Adam Sandler. That's my Adam Sandler. And then they get in like a an argument about how freaky they are and then he's like oh if you guys are really freaky you guys can kiss each other and then they like go to kiss each other and then like i don't know their lunch break ends or something and then they're like oh sorry ladies and i'm like wow this really just sets the tone
0: it, it was rough it sets the it was tone it immediately just like okay In, uh, immediately immediately, here we, go. immediately
1: we get into performative lesbianism for the male gaze Like, off the get-go, I was like, isn't this supposed to be a gay rights movie? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We don't know what we're doing. That's the problem. We don't know.
0: No. This movie, this movie, at parts, really does try to do something. But it is too little, too late, and too much awful shit beforehand.
1: It's so bad. And I looked, I looked... For a sign that any gay person worked on this movie, I, I was, was looking so, directors, screenwriters, anybody, and it's all and straight no? men. It's all straight oh, men, no. and doesn't that make sense? Doesn't it make sense? That
0: just sounds like that's such an obvious thing that just really doesn't make sense. Doesn't that it? they wouldn't do in production?
1: Makes sense. Like I
0: so so uh, listeners, Alexa did a lot of like. Research I fell down movie. a rabbit hole. Yes, and she told me that she did this, and I'm like, okay, I won't really look into this, so I can ask questions and she can tell me what she's learned. Yes. And so I, I know as much as the people listening to this right now as well. <laughs> and so I was suspicious on if any anyone that was gay was a part of this movie, but it, since you're saying no, I'm not surprised.
1: I'm saying no. They're, so... The story of this script is even confusing. So it was written in the '90s. Um, it was originally called I Pronounce You Joe and Benny, and it was written by this guy named Barry Finaro. I couldn't find much about Barry Finaro, so Barry Finaro could be gay, but I haven't been able to find anything about it. So I'm gonna go with okay. no. So it was it was he wrote it in the '90s. He was shopping it around a producer. Found it, who is one of the producers of this movie, anyway. Um, and he was like, I'm going to direct it. And it was originally like a Will Smith and Nick Cage movie. Um
0: Wait, no, 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 yes. no. Wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> wait. yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute.
1: It makes you wonder which <laughs> one was Joe and which one was <laughs> Benny. No, no, no. We have to stop right there.
0: <laughs> this, You're telling me in an alternate universe. Yes. We could have had this mo- a variant of this movie come out in the nineties, nineteen ninety nine, actually. Will Smith, yes, with Will Smith mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm.
1: And this was at like peak crazy Nick Cage nineties Nick Cage. Actually, no, oh more eighties Nick Cage was. I can't. Crazy I can't.
0: My brain is not letting yes. me figure out how this movie would work.
1: Like I, I couldn't tell you. It's 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 nineties Nick Cage and like Will Smith coming off of like Men in Black like
0: off of men in black yeah i'm pretty sure oh was,
1: my men in black came out in the 90s right yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah so that's that was the original but then it fell through and then this is where it gets really interesting so they uh, these two guys came in alexander Payne and jim taylor they came in to doctor the original script now i found out that alexander payne and jim taylor are this like writing duo alexander payne's particularly they're acclaimed screenwriters and directors and they have literally won oscars and they've been nominated for oscars and they've written there's movies uh one of them is called sideways um there's another one there they've written a bunch of famous movies um I can't think off of the top of my head right now. So when I was researching this, and I was like, "When the how the fuck did they get this acclaimed Oscar-winning screenwriters?" So the original story was so these two guys, particularly Alexander Payne, they're known for their like satirical. like scripts and movies and they they always deal with a lot of themes of like male friendship and like toxic masculinity and um, seeing the world in a whole new view after like your worldview kind of like after like uh, a situation happens that kind of makes you crack and now you have to like learn to see the world in a different way Um, they deal with a lot of infidelity they're always like road trip movies like so when i read that i was like oh i guess this is kind of like a perfect script for these dudes because it's like you know it's a satire about these two guys that have that are committing insurance fraud basically by pretending that they're married and it's like it's it was supposed to be a commentary on like homophobia on gay marriage like at the end of the um of the script like the two of them were supposed to kiss kiss passionately as like oh fuck you to like homophobes and then larry was supposed to be the one who got a love interest and not chuck and it just it sounded it sounded interesting and then adam sandler read their version and was like i fucking love this let's turn this into a movie and then as alexander payne says he quote unquote sandlerized it and made it basically like Uh. not at all like the script that they wrote uh and so alexander payne and jim taylor were like okay deuces we don't want to be a part of this anymore i think at one point they were like take our names off of this like we're we're not a part of this yeah they were like take our names off of this this is so bad and we don't want to be a part of this we don't want to put our names on it And I guess, I guess they did anyway, because I think they're still credited as screenwriters. But yeah, Yeah. this was supposed to be like high art, basically. (laughs) And then
0: what a a different piece it could have been. Like, I could have been.
1: I really wish. Truthfully, it sounds interesting. And I really wish that I could have seen this alternate universe in which this movie was made and not the Adam Sandler version like and even still and what i'm
0: with you there what
1: makes me mad is that adam sandler is a really good dramatic actor like i don't think adam sandler is a bad actor
0: the man shirt has his ups and downs he has his ups
1: and downs but i feel like at the end of the day i think he because all of his movies are just an excuse for him and his friends to fuck around but i feel like when he gets a good script it's a good movie again i'm gonna talk about uncut gems it was a fucking good movie and he was so good in it and i genuinely when they were like coming out with the oscar nominations i was like adam sandler was fucking snubbed he was amazing i didn't even when i watched the movie i was like that's not even adam sandler what's up yeah what's up alexa what's up
0: you missed you missed a good opportunity to do a pun would you like to do the pun please
1: please what's the pun
0: yeah so you were saying you were talking about uncut gems Mm -hmm. and and you could, you could have said that it was a fucking gem.
1: It was a fucking gem. You're right, CJ. Yeah. I really missed that. So
0: if, if you can just re-say everything you said. Uncut Gems point. was a fucking gem. Alexa, I had I accidentally did you talking over that, so if you could just do it one more time. I would really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Uncut Gems was a fucking gem. I would even say a diamond in the rough.
0: That was a really good pun, Alexa. Thank you. That was like, man,
1: Thank that was you. smart thank you it was really diamond good in the rough thank you And big shout out to aladdin for teaching me that phrase um <laughs> <laughs> uncut gems was a fucking gem of a movie it was awesome like i i remember at one point i after the movie i turned to my boyfriend and i was like dude like i didn't even see adam sandler i just saw the character who he was playing so like
0: And that's what you're supposed to do as an actor.
1: Exactly. But, like, Adam Sandler just kind of likes to make movies so that him and his friends can go on vacation and get paid for it. And listen, respect, dude. Like, you want to make a stupid... Exactly. Listen, you want to make a stupid comedy with your friends, uh, nine times out of ten, they're harmless. This movie's not fucking harmless. This movie's terrible. It's got a bad message. I... I i don't even know i don't even know i feel like if they had this original script and adam sandler was like this is awesome please sign me up for it and sign up my friend kevin james but then they did like an actual like serious movie or serious like black comedy satire i think it would have been probably fucking awesome but now we have this hot pile of garbage
0: and we're here we're sitting here as two adults in the year 2020 Uh. And we're watching this movie that was made only thirteen years ago. I can't believe it. Was only only thirteen years. 13 ago. Thirteen years ago. I can't and it, and believe it. That. Just feels like it was so dated. I mean, it's it's interesting that you told me that the original script was from like nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Even for nineteen ninety nine. Even for nineteen ninety nine. The Adam Sandler rough.
0: version. If the Sandlerized version was in nineteen ninety nine, it would even feel just. Still it dated in the fact rough. of just the way they approached it, the comedy, the way there was not a single strong female character that was not overly sexual. No,
1: sexualized. oh no, it doesn't. This this movie doesn't pass the Bechdel test at all, at all.
0: Like to give to, to, just there's a, no
1: there's no female uh, characters. Example. There's what two? Uh, well,
0: there, yes, yes, but uh, when Chuck and Larry get Mm -hmm. in the fire and there's an accident that leaves them both injured. Mm -hmm. They wake up in two uh, adjoining hospital beds Mm -hmm. and Adam Sandler, Chuck, wakes up to see, of course, a smoking hot doctor and he immediately calls her Honey and she's giving off some and she responds back you can call me doctor. She's like not having any of that shit. And so this is the first time we see someone standing up against that. But then, and it keeps happening, he keeps calling her honey, even all the firemen that walk in to see them, they're all laughing at the fact that they're harassing this doctor. Then, later in the movie, Larry visits Chuck at night, at like four in the morning, and one of the jokes is we see that Chuck has his bedroom door open up, and like four different girls, all in their underwear, walking out, laughing. They're giggling. all in and coordinated
1: lingerie by the way like
0: oh yeah yeah how did they coordinate sure that difficult to do yeah but then the doctor comes out yes the doctor comes out and so you're saying even the character that stood up for herself i even bent to you know sandler's will which is just so weird thing to see
1: i can't like the misogyny in this movie made me it's... Ill. It made me ill. Like, at one point, I was like, is this supposed to be parody? Like, because there's nothing, there was nothing redeemable about Adam Sandler's character. And then uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that scene because, dude, so like, Adam Sandler's like calling her Dr. Honey. He's like, all right, Dr. Honey, blah, 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 blah. Like, let me see your titties, basically. And then she's like, dude, she's like, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. That's not my name. You can call me doctor. And in the doorway is like, um Kevin all of the firefighters and also Kevin James's kids. And Kevin James's son comes up to him and he's like, "I thought you died and blah, blah blah." And then his younger his younger daughter is standing in the doorway with all these firefighters. And Dr. Honey leaves and Adam Sandler's like, "Oh, don't be like that, Dr. Honey. Like I know that you like it and blah blah." And then all of the firefighters are like, "Yeah, Dr. Honey," and like slapping her ass and whatever. And I'm like, that little girl is right there in the doorway with you, and you're, and you're disrespecting women right in front of her. Like I was, I was so upset. I wrote a note about it. I wrote a note. I wrote a note. It says, "Kevin James' daughter is right there," underlined yep. as they objectify yeah. the doctor. I was so I like was, it blew my mind, and I was like, "Are are we supposed to be okay?" Because, listen, me, if they painted it in a dark light, I'd be like, and they'd be like, oh, this, this dude's an asshole and all of them are assholes. I'd be like, yeah, but like throughout the movie, they treat it like it's funny and it's okay.
0: They clearly wanted to paint the first half of the movie as Chuck especially, but all males in general just being awful individuals. Awful. To, to uh, everyone. the everyone community, to women in general. <clears throat> To everyone, and then they get redeemed by the emotional journey they go on, and then there's the proper ending where they apologize, they fix it, and it's resolved. But in actuality, they start off so, so, so terrible bad. that the jumps and conclusions at the end just make it ridiculous. The end of the movie, by the way, we get through all of this. Where Chuck learns to be a better person and and sees errors in his ways. Sure. Yes. Right. Besides that, Chuck and Larry are at this hearing to see if they're going to get found out of being not a real gay couple. Committing insurance fraud, basically. Yeah. Going to jail. All that good stuff. One, two, skip a few. They uh, get caught. Their boss comes in, explains it all on the table. And they have to, after all this time, after repeatedly saying, and like trust me to all these people, like yeah we're gay, we're doing this, we're actually lying. Everyone is just okay with it. Everyone, everyone was just immediately, immediately
1: okay with it.
0: And they're in. It cuts to them being in the jail cell then at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. with a bunch of their firefighter buddies, uh, and their lawyer's brother, who's also a gay man mm-hmm. and they're all bummed out. And then you hear some chanting, some noises out from outside and they peek out the barred window and they see the whole protest community that was out there asking for Chuck and Larry to be freed. Like they're on their side. But yeah. Chuck and Larry really didn't like,
1: they uh, didn't do anything. They're they literally, do, they're outside they of their jail cell they and they're like, let the gay men go. I'm like, do you guys know that they're not really gay? The whole listen, my biggest problem with this movie, it could have just been like, all right, stupid, harmless movie, and then at the end of the at the end of the day, they learn the error of their ways and they're like, we love the gays now. And this is why you shouldn't be homophobic. But the problem is that okay, they're like, yeah, gay people are okay, but they're also st- like th- it doesn't matter that they're going on this journey of liking gay people because at the end of the day, they still paint it in a homophobic light. Like they're still grossed out at the idea of kissing each other, and they're they make yeah. stupid faces at like the idea of like like being intimate with each other and stuff like that. And it's like, well, then it's not in, like this movie's not in good faith. It's not in good faith. It's like a straight person. Being like, well, I like gay people as long as I don't have to see it. You know, it's like the movie version of that.
0: So, with that, Alexa, I want to ask you a question. For sure. If you were a screenwriter, you were handed this sandalized version of the script,
1: <gasps> Burn and
0: it. were asked to make it in your own light. To to you have full control, full custody of this script. Yeah. What are some major brushstrokes you would do?
1: Okay, biggest brushstroke, Chuck does not get a love interest. I don't understand why Chuck, why Chuck got a love interest. There's, it's mm-hmm. like, why is that part of his character's journey? Okay, I understand that he's a womanizer, which you can keep. In this script, you can keep that he's a womanizer, and you can keep that he's like, you know, a man whore, and he loves women, and blah, 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 blah. Whatever, you can keep that in, but like, his journey should not be I respect women and gay people now because a nice lady showed me the error of my ways. He should figure that out himself. Larry should be the one who has a love interest because a huge part about his character is that his wife has has, had died three years prior and he's having difficulty moving on and Chuck is like You know, it's been three years and she would want you to be happy and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're, you're, you've frozen your entire life because she's, she's been gone for so long. I don't know. I don't understand why he doesn't get a love interest. Like, it should be part of his character's journey that he learns to move. Like, he should have been the one to have fallen for the lawyer lady.
0: You telling me in the beginning of this about the first version of the script. The ending being different and Larry having the love interest in mm-hmm. that version, it makes sense seeing the Sandlerized version. Mm-hmm. It feels like it should have happened. I'm with you there. I agree. Cause that
1: makes sense for his character. It would make sense for and at the end of this this version that we watched, like there's like a throwaway line that Adam Sandler says where like they cut to a shot of like of. Keep wanting to say Kevin Spacey, and that is not. Incorrect. Oh my God! Absolutely Kevin not, Kevin James. Kevin James. I I don't know why my brain is like fried on his name right now. They cut to a shot of Kevin James, like talking to some random lady that we've never seen, like some extra character, and uh, yep. and Adam Sandler's like, oh well, it looks like he's moving on. Like, wh- why, why, why was that? it should be a part, a huge part of his character that he's learning to move on. And wouldn't it make more sense if he got closer to the lawyer character because, you know, he's the, I guess, the sweet and sensitive one and he got close to her because she's like, she's been feeling really bad about herself because she broke up with her boyfriend and she sees that... you You could even... You could even scratch all of that. You could even make the lawyer character like... Her issue is that she's having trouble coming out, and maybe Kevin James could help her with that or something like that. Or maybe Kevin James can realize that he's bisexual. I don't know. We have so...
0: so That was going to be one of my brushstrokes, Alexa. You actually said something I was going to say. One, just one change could have changed the entire trajectory of this Mm -hmm. script is if one of the characters, like, discovers, you know, that it's... That they could have a bisexuality within them. exactly. Listen, and that could make that could change the whole trajectory. The whole movie could have been scoped differently because mm-hmm. of that, and it makes the the things that they learn so much more real. Exactly. Because instead of being straight guys, pretend to be gay guys, getting uh, hate on for being gay. Yes, they actually could be gay. And then yeah, they're actually and it doesn't even have to be on the other side of the fence. Both of
1: them. It could just be one of them. Like I don't. And exactly. truthfully, I'm not even gonna lie. So many of the problems of this movie could have been solved if all they said was like, "Oh, I'm bisexual." Like that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole. Like I'm with you. When I'm with you. When they're like, "Oh, you've been with women." Like all you had to say was like, "Yeah, I'm bisexual." Like when they were qu- questioning the uh, Kevin James, and they're like, "Yeah, but you were married to a woman before." Yeah, I was. I'm bisexual. Like. I mean, I get it, that, like, that it takes away a lot like of the conflicts, oversight. but, like, you could have made a much more interesting movie. Like, I, you could still be about there. two guys, like, still evading the law and pretending that they're married, but, like, it, it, you didn't have to resort to, to like, just bisexual eras- erasure in general. Like... Ah! Uh, I just wanted to. Sc- I just want to scream. I just want to scream at this movie. That that really, and you can feel itself at the end. It's really like patting itself on the back. Like we did a good job today, fellas. We we loved the gays. We really did it, and we, we told everybody it. else. We solved, we solved homophobia. homophobia, lads. We did it. And the whole time I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, like. This is such a simple premise. I cannot believe that you got it this wrong. Like, I cannot believe that you got it this wrong. <laughs> it's shocking how wrong was, you got it.
0: It was tough. It was a tough watch.
1: Oh. And
0: it, it's only going to date worse and worse as the years go by. Like, it's incredible. 13 years. I
1: can't. And listen.
0: 13 years. It's so funny. 2015, gay marriage was legalized. That was.
1: 2015. That was,
0: have to do math. Eight years. Eight
1: years from this movie. Mm-hmm. It was 2015. Sometimes it like blows yeah. my fucking mind that it was only five years ago. Like, like I I don't even know. I don't even know. It blows my mind that like five and I remember the
0: legalization was closer to this year than it was to 2007 Uh huh.
1: Like I re- I dude I remember literally being at work and. Reading it and texting my girlfriend at the time, like sending her a screenshot on like my fucking iPhone five, and being like, "Oh my gosh, like how fucking crazy is that?" That's so weird to think about. That's so. I want to. I want to <laughs> say
0: another part of this movie. I want to say another part of this movie because we've we can tackle the the actual structure of the of the writing of the Sandlerized version, right. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that sticks out to me that is just blatant disrespect or blatant disregard for just thinking in general <laughs> is the Asian minister, which is the actual name of the role in the credits. Asian minister.
1: It's taking everything in me to not I, just make a full out scream in this fucking microphone right now. Oh, my do what gosh. You gotta fucking oh do, my gosh. Alexa. Okay, first of all, I think I have a burp. No, it's oh, gone. Yeah,
0: burp and then scream. I... Okay, now you can scream.
1: I, I'm so... And you, you know want, what? You
0: want to yell into the pillow again? I... Rem... Do it. It's
1: good. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I rem... Asian
0: Minister was really bad.
1: I remember... I remember... Because I I saw this... I haven't seen this movie in years and years and years and years. I think I probably saw I've it only seen once or twice when I've I was a kid. I've only seen
0: bits a pieces of this
1: movie. Yeah. I've only seen it like once or twice when I was a kid. Uh, but I, rem- I remember that character, and I remember it not sitting well with me at, like, age 12, 13. But then, like, and I remember, like, a couple years later, I found out that it was just Rob Schneider in yellow face. And, like...
0: I had no idea until I read a comment. I can... And then I looked back. That is, it's just so
1: bad, dude. And dude, and dude, and dude. It's not even the first fucking time that Rob Schneider's done that because he did fucking brown face. I'm sure. he did brown face in Fifty First Dates. Uh, mm-hmm. Like what it, uh, the fuck? So,
0: so what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is in order. Uh, their their lawyer, Alex, Alex. suggests that Chuck and Larry go over the border to Canada to legally marry. So they do so, uh, in a two-hour wedding facility, um, where <laughs> Asian minister played yeah. by Rob Schneider is there. Just and the entire point in the scene is, hey, look at this funny guy. Isn't he different from us?
1: Like, Let's why did they make
0: jokes? We can crank why out. Why did at they this
1: make point. him like vaguely Japanese? Like, what?
0: It was all just bad. Or was, just not even vaguely terrible. Asian. There was like, no need for it like, at all.
1: Wha- You could have just had you could have just had Rob Schneider just be a weird guy, like what? Yeah, like is there some sort of stereotype that I don't know about? Is there a stereotype that I don't know about that that vaguely Asian stereotypical men run two-hour wedding facilities? Like I don't. It was I
0: have I have no idea. In the year two thousand
1: seven, like. Obama was a year away it's from that, being president. What is happening? What was ha- What is happening? What is happening? I, and I, rem- I like, forgot about it. And then when, like, the scene started, I literally started yelling, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just, like, over and over again as the scene started. Yeah. And then I texted CJ in all caps. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, holy shit. I can't. I, the uh, yellow face. Yellowface in the year of our Lord two thousand seven. Like Yellowface was bad when they did it at what fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's. Like it, it was bad. It's always been bad, but like it was looked at in a bad light back then. What? What did you expect? What did you expect now? What did you expect now? What? Did, what?
0: You can uh, you can really tell that this entire movie was just made by a group of white straight guys. Who had no outside like, opinion what? whatsoever. What? What? They're just like, hey, what if we had this? What I, if we had, you know, this that was comedian so play fucking an Asian man?
1: Crazy! That was so fucking crazy! I can't believe they did that! I, I really, I can't believe they did that! And I'm gonna say that, like, that scene gave me one of only two laughs in that entire movie and that it was when it, I've I've, aside from screaming at the fucking yellow face when Adam Sandler was like was taking it very seriously and was like I want it to be a religious ceremony like I, I got what I'm gonna disappoint my mom and then I, Kevin James is like who gives a shit and they're like and the fucking racist Asian minister is like oh it's gonna cost an extra hundred dollars to to have a religious ceremony and then he's like fuck it we're just gonna do the free civil one and then Adam Sandler's like okay but can, can you wear the fuck can you wear the yarmulke for me just for me and he's like yeah I'll wear the the yarmulke and I was like huh, that's kind of funny like he's taking it seriously like I liked
0: see that one the part. joke so right in that line too you missed one of the parts that I thought was the one joke uh-huh. at that point that I actually laughed at mm-hmm. was he says can you wear the yarmulke it would make uh, so I'll, my mom's not ashamed of me. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin James goes, I'll do it, even though Mel Gibson will be yes, ashamed of Yes,
1: but me. I'm a Christian and Mel Gibson will be ashamed of me. And yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. And I like that. Because you know what?
0: That was clever. Yeah. That had thought back into a, it. That's <laughs> a
1: dark joke. But like, that's the level of dark joke you should have had. Like, that's it. That's
0: And at the time, I'm sure it was even more topical.
1: Very topical. I Yeah, I I, I forgot about that line. I did laugh at that. I don't know. Alexa. I don't know, man.
0: Alexa, could, can we uh, talk about Kevin James's children now?
1: Oh, sure we can. One is named Tori. I don't know what the boy's name is.
0: How they were treated and how that was all just a jumbled mess as well. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me. In the original or in the doctored script by Alexander Payne and Jim Taylor, the son was a figure skater. And he wanted to be, he he dreamed of growing up to be a professional figure skater. And he was, he was like openly having struggles with his sexuality. And Kevin G or Larry in the script was having issues like helping him. But like as his son was coming to terms with his sexuality, like Larry was also like helping him come to terms with it and was like, was like, oh, you know, like, I can't hate my gay son, and like I feel like it's a lot. It's a little bit more of like a subtle and more mature take on having you know your child be a your child being gay. Um, But the Sandlerized version was a mess. Instead, that,
0: that is better than what we saw, which was having the father actively ignore it, actively try and change the way his son just is. By forcing him to Mm -hmm. stop doing certain things and do more stereotypical boy or manly things. And this version that we saw also had, you know, Chuck, who was referred to as, you know, their uncle, so to speak. Uh, Just cracking joke after joke at the poor kid's expense without even knowing it.
1: And this is back. This comes back to Adam Sandler's character. There is there is no point in writing him like an asshole if everybody else is going to applaud him for yeah. it or ignore it, you know? So, like, he's like, oh, he's redeemable because, like... So, Kevin James's son is a very obviously gay stereotype and he's constantly tap dancing and doing the splits and he wants to be in musical productions and he's, like, in flash dance uniform, like whatever. So, it's not, it's not great. So, like, they're like, oh, well, Adam Sandler's so nice because while Kevin James has been ignoring his son and, like, not taking any interest or, like, like, openly shaming him for wanting to do musical theater, Adam Sandler, on the other hand, has been encouraging him and teaching and making tap shoes for him and, like, helping him, like, rehearse for this musical because he really wants the lead role. Like, that would be nice if every time the kid didn't turn his back, Adam Sandler was making fucking homophobic jokes about him. Like, yes. wh- what's the point of making of giving him these these redeemable scenes and qualities if you're not going to make and him a redeemable person? Seen,
0: Alexa, we didn't see Adam Sandler do any of this. They were all they mm-hmm. all happened this off camera. This is true. Camera, this is true. Being said and being retold. Hey, you, I did this with your kid, and so we never get to even see. Yeah moments that would make his character more redeemable
1: exactly or like when he's he at one point like one of their first nights living together adam sandler has like this face mask on that's like exfoliating and kevin james is like what the fuck are you wearing and he's like it's a face mask it's for exfoliating my skin and he's like oh that's a really good idea in case the the He's essentially, the insurance inspector comes. I was gonna say like the guy, the the gay <laughs> inspector, which is what he essentially is. But they're like, oh, if the inspector comes, like he'll, you know, that's that's good. It'll show that you're gay. And Adam Sanders like, oh, like yeah, definitely. That's why I'm wearing it. But like, okay, so you're gonna show like don't try to show these like more softer sides of him, but make his asshole sides even worse. Honestly, this would have really worked if. Adam Sandler was just over sexualizing himself because he, inside, was conflicted about his own sexuality. God, we have such a better movie here. It's just, it's dug under deep. You, gotta, you just you gotta, gotta dig it out. A and you could have so much of a better dust, movie. You to wipe
0: away. Your little polish. You just gotta wipe sides.
1: away. That would have been so. It could have oh been my something. God. Because both of their characters. If you gave Larry the love interest that could have completed his character arc of being able, of not being able to move on with his life, if you gave Adam Sandler uh, a like a conflict about his sexuality that could tie up his character arc of being, like, an asshole and a womanizer because, in actuality, he was just trying to, like, cover up for the part of himself that was maybe bisexual or pansexual or maybe even gay. Like, well, God, I hate this movie. I, ha- I think I hate this movie for the potential that it could have been.
0: If anyone here, even you or me, we we could just rewrite, make Chuck and La- Larry not two, but better I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, parentheses, better. And it's better. Set, it, it could be set right now oh in 2020. Gosh. And we can immediately yeah. implement these broad brush decisions to the character and to the story. And it would be a better movie.
1: Because it's still, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting concept about two men who are, this one man who lost his wife, who is so afraid that if God, he's a firefighter and he's constantly getting himself into life or death situations, and he's very afraid that if God forbid he something happens to him and he dies, that his children won't get anything and they won't they won't have any beneficiaries. And you know he's tried the dating life, but he can't move on. And they they tell him that he has to be married, and so him and his best friend are like, you know what, we'll just pretend to be married and then it doesn't even have to be like a wacky let's pretend we're gay and be gay stereotypes thing it could just be let's just try to pretend we're married and like try to pretend we're in love like I oh know, i know i'm with you with this long
0: exasperated sigh i'm
1: so sad i'm so sad the more i think about it the more sad i get at the cons at the at the potential that we have here. Scene. Truly, once again, once again, it's a diamond in the rough. (laughs) It is.
0: It it is a diamond in the rough. Now, (laughs) Alexa. I want to talk to you about another scene. This one was the one heavily used in any kind of uh, promotional material trailers. And this is certainly the scene that my Mm -hmm. uh, 12-year-old, 13-year-old self, whenever I ended up watching this on cable saw the bits of and I can't like that was the only part that retained in my memory was the scene where Chuck Adam Sandler being portrayed as a gay man has befriended their really attractive lawyer Alex (gasps) and after spending a quote unquote girls night out which was shopping and picking out underwear for this lawyer they go back to her place because it was raining and it's soaked and she just Openly changes in front of him, like that's a thing people just do like, to your clients, what? even if you become like friends with them. And then,
1: but like what they've been friends for yeah, like two openly days. Openly changing
0: in front of them, and then somehow the writing and the choices and the actions lead to Adam Sandler's hands on her breasts, just to because. Because I'm kind of, she's saying people always think they're fake, but they're not fake. We
1: can... Br- yes. That is such... Okay. I have, I have go, so much go, to talk go. about. I have so much to say. Okay, first of all, the entire concept of their friendship is gross. Because, I mean, don't we all love it when straight women basically objectify their, their gay male friends and just use them as as gay... Uh, as my gay best friend stereotype love that shit i love when when straight women use gay men as accessories anyway that already i was like she's literally only friend befriending him because she wants a gay best friend like that's that's literally her only her the only motivation that they wrote for her so it's raining they go inside after having a girls night and an adam sandler like really embraces his gay persona that he has and so they go in like cj said she takes off all of her clothes and then out of nowhere she turns around she goes yeah everybody thinks that they're fake but they're not
0: it's just a okay. blatant line lady that like takes you out of the movie and one, makes you picture what? just the writer's yes. room of a bunch of old men just sitting around being like this is a great idea
1: like oh this is the great idea she's gonna talk like okay <laughs> first of all who's telling you that they're fake they're what a b at maximum <laughs> like i was literally like looking at this and i was like why would anybody be like Go oh those selection. are fake yeah like what yeah. like sh- listen i'm not gonna say that her boobs are bad she's got a really nice she's got nice boobs but who the fuck would look at her and be like oh those are fake like well what what, what what about them looks fake they look like Perfectly normal small <laughs> boobs. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. If she was like an actress that had like really big boobs, and she would be like, "Yeah, everybody thinks they're fake." Like it, it's like you really have to like jump through some fucking hoops to even justify why this scene would happen. But if it was a a chestier actress, and like she. Tuck off her clothes for some reason because she was all wet and she bent over and she's like, oh, I'm falling out of my my bra. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed or something like that. And Adam Sandler's like, no, it's okay. You got nice titties. And she'd be like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, everybody says that they're fake, but they're not. Or like he makes right a joke you, about you her boobs being big. And that. then she'd that be like.
0: this was so unprompted and unnecessary. Yeah,
1: it's still not, it's but still did, not great. But even it. if like that happened and she'd be like, Oh yeah, like everybody thinks that they're fake, but they're not. Like, if she was chesty, I'd be like, that's a weird thing to fucking say, but I I guess, like, yeah, maybe you got big boobs and nobody knows why. But like, she didn't have big boobs. She had perfectly average sized boobs for her body type. I was like I was literally sitting there and like analyzing her chest and I'm like, There's not there's nothing about this that makes them look fake. There's nothing about there's, it. No. There's and nothing this- it was so funny.
0: This is the this character Alex the lawyer is the like the
1: I felt that. and for she her. is
0: played supposedly as like the straight character, right? Not in like mm. sexuality but in literally
1: yeah, <laughs> and theoretically. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it it's just not done well. Every scene she's just sexualized just like Mm-mm. every other woman. There's a scene where Another yeah, another girl's it's so night. Bad. They made friendship bracelets, and then she goes on the bed and asks for a foot rub. I know. Like did like, Quentin Tarantino? Uh, uh, she's like, "You'll like, be my surprise." Pop in and direct this scene. Like I don't know what happened. I'm
1: I'm sorry. But, like, first, maybe it's because I think feet are fucking gross, but I've been dating my boyfriend for three and a half years. To th- I would never sit there and be like, hey, can you rub my feet for me? Let alone some friend that I made, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, who, uh, who, who, who? I don't, I
0: don't know. It's just, Straight men. It, it's just example after was. example of just lines that fall flat and have nothing behind them that just put you back into the writer's room. Where they're like, Absolute yeah, let's nightmare. let's figure out a way we can get <laughs> these two to, you know, smooch. What if the chick like, wanted her, him so to rub his bad. feet? That's good. All right, write that in. There you go.
1: It was so bad. And then he's like, she's like, and then and then she's like, oh, how do you get men to get turned on? Like. Oh, it's, God. And Adam Sandler's like, oh, the ro- let me show you how I turn on Larry. And he's like, oh, I like to 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 massage his earlobes. The, the lines like, oh, of the dialogue oh, are just so, it's so thin,
0: stupid. so fragile. You just think about it for a second and you can see how bad it all is. Mm. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that it. so many people actually really love this movie and think that this is the best adam sandler movie that's
1: that's really i can't bad. believe that that's so crazy i mean i'm not saying this is a fucking this is no fucking jack and jill but like what the f- what the it's, fuck uh, <laughs> like have you not seen has, any more this, this
0: movie adam sandler movies has so many problems so many different types of problems that if you can watch through this movie Enjoy it, first of all. Second of all, Ugh. really think that this is one of the better movies that this actor has made and produced. You are oblivious to any, you know, cultural norms that are happening in this world.
1: Like, honestly, honestly. And it's so bad, too, because when this movie came out, they screened it for the, for, um, for Glad. Um, which is a charity a and an organization company. for, um, for the LGBT community. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they screened it for Glad and Glad was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, it's okay because oh. when you think about it, what else did gay people have, have at the time? Like, screening. like, yeah. Dang. Well, because, because people were kind of making excuses for it because again, there wasn't. I mean, it's only, it's too fucking 2007, but there wasn't a lot of, like, there wasn't gay, com there wasn't any gay comedies. There was, like, what, like, a few? Like, there wasn't that many mainstream gay comedies coming out. Everything was a gay tragedy, and even to this day, almost everything is a gay tragedy. I hate gay tragedy movies. I mean, they're good, like, Brokeback Mountain is good. I'm not even gonna start on Call Me By Your Name, it's a a fucking nightmare, but, like, Gay tragedy movies, yeah, they're great. But, like, not every gay movie has to be a gay tragedy. Sometimes gay people can have fun, happy movies and happy endings. Like, Love, Simon. Like, happy gay movies are good, too. But, like, this is one of the very few at the time mainstream gay comedies. And people were like, "Ah, yeah, this is great. This is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, this is definitely, Mm -hmm. this is definitely good. Because, like, we don't have anything else. (laughs) It was bad. I'm going to talk about a part that I that I did find funny because yeah, now it. I'm getting us, sad. I like the I like Yeah, I like the part where Kevin James is on the is on the phone with the insurance company and he's trying he's like fighting with like an automated message and it's like please say your name and he's like Larry Valentine and they're like we didn't get that. Please say it again. Larry Valentine. Did you say Barry Schmalentine? He's like, no, I was trying to enunciate. They're like did you say, I was trying to enunciate? And he's like, oh, woo. And then the thing's like, did you say, woo? I that. I thought that was, good. I, like that. <laughs> I thought that was good. I was like, are I actually laughed.
0: Are, are good, yeah.
1: They were, that was very good. I liked that. It made me happy. I also liked, uh, so Ving Rhames is in this movie. Um, Ving Rhames uh, is in a lot of movies, but I know him best as Cobra Bubbles from oh, *Lilo that's and That's
0: what I know him um, from. Okay, yes, thank
1: you. my yes, he's Cobra Bubbles. My dad always quotes the line: "New job, model citizen." <laughs> I love, I love him in that movie. I love Cobra Bubbles, but he's in this movie, and he plays this very straight laced and very scary fireman that doesn't say much. He just gives everybody dirty looks and he threatens people with axes and he's just very angry. And then it uh it comes out because uh Larry and Chuck go to a uh gay Halloween party, I guess, or just a gay costume party, and they get into an altercation afterwards with an anti-gay group and uh Chuck punches one of them in the face and it makes the front page of New York's newspaper, news I guess. I don't know. Slow Newsday, I guess. Um, and so now everybody knows that, that the two of them are gay and married. Quote unquote gay. So Ving Rhames uh, comes up to Adam Sandler after every all of his uh, fireman buddies don't want to play basketball with him anymore. And Adam Sandler's like, oh, don't fucking... He's like, you want to fight me, too, because I'm gay? Like, I'll fight you. I don't care. And Ving Rhames comes up to him, and he just hugs him, and he says, me, too. And then Adam Sandler's like, what are you, me, too? And he's like, I'm gay, too. And it was, like, a legitimately heartwarming moment and scene. And I was so mad that it was in this movie. Because <laughs> Adam Sandler was being yeah. Adam Sandler. He was being annoying in the scene, but Ving Rhames was 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 playing it so straight, and I was like getting emotional when he was like, "Me too." I was like, "Wow, like this performance is too good for this movie yeah. right yeah, now." Yeah. And
0: and they, they it was
1: they it was such a good moment. And
0: they really try and use it to better the movie at the end when the commissioner mm-hmm. or their boss—I mm-hmm. forget what title he has, but it's captain. Um, but it's Dan Aykroyd. Captain, I think it's Hank, captain.
1: He, it's Captain he Dan into Aykroyd. The
0: room just as they uh, Chuck and Larry about to kiss to finally prove that they live in a happily uh, legal gay marriage, which is oh,
1: and it's painted like it's so crazy yeah. and gross that they're going to kiss. Like, how are you going to expect me to believe that this is a pro LGBT movie if you think it's so wacky? That and the so two of Dan them are Aykroyd
0: busts in at the last second, saving them from kissing, which they never do, to then rat them out, saying this this whole. This has always been a lie from the start, forcing them to come clean. But through that, he says, by mm-hmm. doing this, they've actually done a lot of good for the community. Using um, Vin Rames as an example, saying, like, he wouldn't have ever come out and yeah. probably bottled it all up. And there would have been a lot of murders, which is it's mm-hmm. just throwaway That's...
1: stuff. Uh I, I even, I wrote down, I said, they took every word out of the gay thesaurus for <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's speech. Because he was like, in his Dan Aykroyd fashion, he's like, listen, I don't care if you're gay, lesbian, bisexual, transsexual, which isn't even a word, uh, trisexual, demisexual, uh, pansexual. Like, they, he like rattled off, All like... Of like 20 terms in seconds, like boom, 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 boom. And I was like, damn, like they, they literally just Googled sexualities and then just like put them all in. I was like, these people definitely don't know what half of these words mean. It was, yeah. it was not. I kind of laughed. I kind of laughed. I know it wasn't intentionally a funny moment, but I laughed at it because I was like, huh, huh. It,
0: it they really tried man. it, huh? It did something. This movie yeah. is bad. It could be better. This movie so Watch bad. us make it better. We will take. <laughs> we will we'll buy the rights and we'll turn it into something better. We'll get. We'll get Will Street? Smith and Nicholas oh. Cage to actually come aboard.
1: Oh, dude! That'd
0: be so I weird. would love
1: that. Do you know who else was in this movie? Aside from like, there's a lot of like of Adam Sandler's yeah. friends in this movie. But do you know? Hey, CJ, do you like Toy Story? Yeah. What did you think about the hobo in this movie?
0: Was he the, uh, cro- was he the minor?
1: Oh, no, that's Kelsey oh. Grammer. No, in Toy Story, he plays, he plays Slinky. He was Slinky? What? He plays Slinky Dog. Yeah, so, so Jim Varney was the original Slinky Dog in the first movie, but then he ended up passing away, so then they got this guy. Oh. I forget what his name is, but he's Slinky Dog. And when <laughs> I was watching it, I was like, wow, he sounds like a voice in Toy Story. And then I looked it up, I was like, ah, this hobo who's pissing himself and jerking off is okay great awesome good to know thanks i hate it (laughs) good to know also oh my gosh so like there's a, there's a character who she plays a housekeeper and she's like a lazy housekeeper who makes, the, who makes Kevin James like do all the work and all the kids like make her breakfast and she has weird creepy sex with Adam Sandler and I like looked her up because I was like oh she looks familiar she looks like she's in a couple movies she died literally eight days ago from oh, recording f- this episode I was like
0: that's so oh sad. my
1: god this is so cursed I was so sad do I have any. Uh, I'm looking through my notes right now. I did like the line where um, <laughs> uh, Steve Buscemi was looking through. Steve Buscemi plays the uh, the insurance inspector. I think it's insurance. It's it insurance, be. right? Yeah. It's sh- it's like life insurance, yeah, even right? Like I think it's life insurance or like a pension yeah, or to something get his like pension that.
0: Benefits. So his kids would be left mm, with something. His pension for benefits for whatever reason. I don't even know if this is so, a real thing. Yeah. But it felt like it's not that since Larry's (laughs) wife died, he had like a year and with he didn't ever change his beneficiary from his late wife to someone else. That he just has no one Mm -hmm. to give his money to if he dies because it would still go to his dead wife, which makes no sense. And so he like legally can't give it to his kids, which is like it feels like it should be bullshit. I don't know.
1: I feel like that should be bullshit, but at the same time, insurance I mean, companies are I'm evil. Which that. I actually wrote that down. The real theme of this movie should have just been yeah. that insurance companies yeah. suck.
0: There was there was a scene like, where Steve Buscemi like, was playing I, I basketball was watching. with Larry's kids out on the street without him knowing.
1: That is so bad. Stranger yeah. danger, my guy. That was so bad. So fucking weird. It was so fucking weird. Steve Buscemi, though, I'm not going to lie. Every single Adam Sandler movie he's in, he's he always gem, is a delight. He's an uncut to be honest. Like, he... He, yeah, he is an uncut gem. Every character that he plays is fucking weird and funny, and I enjoy when he's there. But, like, the first scene that we see him in, he's, like, looking through their garbage, and Kevin James is like, you can't look through our garbage. He's like, it's actually on the street, so it's public property. And he's like, I'm just looking around. uh, This... Garbage doesn't exactly look like homosexual garbage. And I don't know why. I just kind (laughs) of laughed. I was like, (laughs) homosexual garbage. That's because it was so stupid. I was like, oh, it's so stupid. And then they're like, oh, let's get homosexual garbage, which includes, like, a Wham poster and, like, Liza Minnelli DVDs. I was like, what grocery store are they in, you know? Q-tips. They were like, oh, Q-tips are gay. I was like, honestly, though, like, You go on Twitter now in the year of 2020, and it'll be like, yo, like, I'm not gonna lie, when a dude washes his butt, I think it's kind of suspicious. And I'm like, fellas, is it gay to take a shower? (laughs) Like, there are still people that believe that. Or like, did you see that one tweet where the girl was like, I think it's gay when men ordered desserts? What? (laughs) What? She's like, I don't I I don't like when a man orders dessert when we're at a restaurant. That seems sus to Are me. You it's like me? what is sus about it? And so everybody was like, fellas, is it gay to want a chocolate lava cake? Oh, oh
0: I unfortunately that jogged my memory at another really quick thing we could talk about. Uh another completely different aspect of the movie that they okay. really fucked up about. Another completely uh Yeah really messed up about was um the the man they saved the fire from in the beginning of the movie.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So they're in a fire. They pass Nina. a woman going, my baby,
1: my baby, my baby's still
0: in the house. They're trying to find the kid. The kid is like, hey, I'm up here. I'm stuck. They burst open the wall because they couldn't get through the normal way. And they see just a very obese man laying on a mm-hmm. bed. And they, in while this raging fire's mm-hmm. happening, proceed to make many, many jokes about his weight and about farting and it was just it was like right in the beginning of the movie too the like amount it, it was so unnecessary
1: the amount of right? fat phobia in D- this like directed movie? at
0: larry as well I but at this poor guy too
1: feel bad i feel bad for kevin james it, it, both in this movie and yeah. in life like i feel like like he's one of those people that like laughs with his friends about how fat he is but then like actually feels kind of bad about it which is a shame like, because
0: every movie makes me does sad about his weight like every every movie i
1: know which you know what i guess like capitalize on it my dude's yeah. making money i gotta respect the hustle but at the same time i'm like doesn't it eat you up inside I
0: mean, to each their own you, you, it Would make me sad if that if maybe i don't know maybe he's honestly
1: fine it. you know what's a better movie with adam sandler saving people from a fire mr deeds he this he saves this crazy cat lady who's got 12 cats and he's throwing all of the cats out the window and everybody's catching the cats that's a good scene that involves no fat phobia just a little crazy cat lady phobia i guess
0: (laughs) hey alexa would you like just a couple amazon reviews CJ, I would love nothing more. Well, that's good because I have some on my phone right here right now I can read to you. Are you ready?
1: (laughs) Please. All right. I would.
0: Uh, This first one is a one star review from uh, June 2014 from a man named Matthew Kirkpatrick. He said it was great until it became political. The writers did a wonderful job until they transformed the movie into an educational course. Shut it off halfway through the movie. Yeah, that's that's it. it? That's the review. What do you have to say about that, Alexa? What does it make you feel?
1: CJ, he liked
0: it when it was the worst part of the movie.
1: I'm, I'm balancing a cup on my head. That's how fucking flabbergasted I am. What do you mean? What do you mean? mean when it became political what 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 about it what about it well, became I can't political answer
0: these questions at what I'm moment not, I don't know I don't know what to tell was
1: you was it was it uh, in was it in the the gay uh, the gay costume party scene uh, where David Spade turned around dressed like a Playboy bunny was that, you know that probably when it was that was probably the
0: point that was probably where he turned it off because he was like ooh that's nice. Mm. And then he turned around and it was David Covey and he's like, now this is making me think about things I didn't want to think about. Oh, it's uh, getting political. And he turned off the movie. And then he had to go on Amazon.com, uh, go to the uh, DVD page of this movie and write a one-star review because he felt so persuaded by that.
1: What was th- – okay, first of all, you're signing up for a movie where two men pre- pretend to be gay. So already, I don't know what you were signing up for. I don't know what was political about it aside from being like, hey, gay people are okay, I guess, I guess. I hate I hated that maybe as much as I hated right. the movie.
0: Buckle up, bud. Oh, God, I
1: have he's another laughing. review.
0: This one okay. comes from February twenty thirteen. One star review from someone named Kindle Customer. The title of the review was Another <laughs> Crass okay. Film to Change a Culture. Here's the review. This movie has been viewed as a way to approach homosexuality and marriage. Please prayerfully consider not watching this film
1: <laughs> the worst part about this movie for this person was that it was about gay people you know what I'm not gonna lie I was on board in the beginning when they said crass I was like yeah dude it's, it's fucking annoying no, oh god is there more? more you're Just really please staring Please,
0: prayerfully consider oh. not watching this film because it talks about homosexuality and marriage, and films shouldn't do that.
1: a movie, CJ, movies shouldn't Move, be talking about
0: marriage. Movies are all honestly. about just having a good time. And if I'm spending money to go see a movie, it should just make me happy. I shouldn't have to think at all.
1: I shouldn't have to think about what, marriage what is Adamson, at all.
0: Do a movie makes you think? What is happening here? <sighs> no that was, was not
1: great i didn't care for that
0: no those were my two amazon reviews all the rest of them were just Oy. paragraphs on paragraphs from both sides telling me why it was really good or really shit And i didn't feel like reading anything
1: like yeah i don't blame you i can't i can't i can't listen to anything about it i hate it i hated it so much i hate and you know what there that one scene where they're like in a taxi cab in Canada and they're like talking about and they're like joking around with each other and being like where do you want to get married honey and stuff like that and the um the taxi driver calls them the f word and they're like yo what the what the fuck did you say what the fuck did you say yo don't don't fuck around and the guy's like okay okay I'm sorry and then he whispers it under his breath and then they beat the shit out of him I was like this would be so cathartic if it wasn't in a movie where the main characters never learned their lesson.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, you're completely right. We've we've been I
1: really oh, yeah, beating yeah, this
0: yeah. dead horse Stone Cold.
1: It's not good. It's not good. There's a lot of merchandise for the New York Mets. I
0: did see a review. What's that about? I, don't I did like see a review, that. I, I do not save even... it, but it was basically someone saying, like, I like the movie. <laughs> and I'm a big Mets fan, so I really like that there was a lot of like merchandise here. Kevin James too. I like that he was wearing a Mets jersey.
1: I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know shit about baseball. Like I've been to a I've been to a Mets game and it was fun. My dad likes the Mets, um, but I feel like if I saw like a lot of Rangers shit, I'd be like, ah, oh, hell yeah, because I actually like hockey. But I was like, there's a lot of Mets shit everywhere. We haven't really talked about the the party, the the costume party. Um, yeah, I said yikes.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just everything that we've been saying boiled down into like one scene if you'd like every character that's not a straight white man has been boiled into their stereotype and
1: and the thing is what annoys me the most is that ev- not only is everybody stereotypical and flamboyant it like it it makes it paints them all in a bad light you know and it makes it seem like silly and frivolous that like these people are dressing up and like these like David Spade is dressed like a playboy bunny and like everybody is hypersexualized and everybody's like in these like like whatever you see drag queens in the background and stuff like that everything is painted in such a negative light so like cuz yeah there are There are gay men out there that do like to wear stuff like that, and that's okay, but the movie paints it like it's so weird and so, so out there, and, like, these gay people are so, so different. And, like, Adam Sandler and and Kevin James walk in dressed like Dracula and an apple, and everybody's like, oh, what are these men dressed like? Like, it was so Weird. I also hated the line that Jessica... That, uh, uh, Jessica Alex. Biel... What's her fucking name? Alex. She, like... First of all, she's dressed, like, to the nines in a fucking cat woman suit. I was like... Like, how much better would that scene have been if everybody's, like, all, like, dressed up like crazy? And she's, like, kind of dressed in, like, like, whatever. Like, she just has, she like, cat ears on. Costume. Because she's, like... She was yeah. in the Apple costume. I just feel like like by, I don't know. I was like, she's, she as a straight woman is taking away from this scene that that's all about gay men, you know? And she's like, oh, this isn't really my, you know, she like is wearing like a t-shirt and like cat ears and whatever. And she's like saying like, oh, this isn't really my scene, but it's my brother's, her brother who is a very gay man. And she's like, oh, I just, I come to these things because my brother really likes it. And my brother and I really like to hang out. Like, I feel like that would have given her character a little bit of a personality and shown that, I don't know, it's so fucking stupid. Anyway, I hated how, like, everybody was portrayed as, like, an other and, like, how being flamboyant and frivolous was considered other. And, hey, Kira, hey. my roommate just walked out. Um, uh I just, I hated all that shit and I. Uh, I don't know, man. It fucking sucks. This movie sucks. I can sucks. safely
0: say, and recommend to people to not watch this movie. Please don't. You can watch.
1: They called it Homo Palooza. If you can, they called the party Homo Palooza. Watch any other
0: movie from two thousand seven. This I think this is, this is bottom. This is bottom bottom right.
1: And I hate I hated how every 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 gay man was sexualized in this movie like every gay man was like hitting on Chuck and Larry like as soon as they found out that they were gay like why does and and even when Ving Rhames comes out to Adam Sandler and he's like he says something and Adam Sandler oh he's like by the way like you know you're a lucky man. Like Larry is gorgeous, which I thought was such a sweet thing to say. Like he's so genuine and nice, and he's like, "Larry's gorgeous." And Adam Sandler's like, "Oh, oh, wait, he's that's my man," and stuff like that. Like, why do you gotta make these jokes? Not every gay man. It's again from a straight person's perspective. Straight, so many straight people. As soon as they hear a person's gay, automatically is like, "Oh, well, well, now, now you want to hit on me?" Like why and it's like it it's from a straight man's perspective they find out that like a character's gay so they automatically think that they want to sleep with every man that they see like it's stupid i did like all of it's ridiculous i did like all of the postman puns though when the postman was hitting on larry and was like man they pulled all of them out of the books again. I was mad that it was in this movie because they were really good. It's like it's like oh you know like I I'll come f- uh, I I can drop off your package at the back door if you like like I'm good with or like uh, I can carry handle or I can handle, handle with heavy care. objects and like I handle with care and like I was like these are so fucking funny. I'm so mad I'm they're not in this to just movie.
0: Walk the, or come in the uh, back door. Yeah. Oh. They, they they put put probably 10 different male related puns within that. And it was it was pretty satisfying just
1: They were that, so that one funny scene, like, just by
0: itself could just be a sketch. That was really good.
1: Yeah. And you know what if it wasn't like every single gay character was trying to hit on all the straight men just like that. if it was just it was a just one that, off like I'd be for, like oh that sense of Yeah, anger. like I'd be like oh that was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, but no. It's like, oh, that's pretty funny. You have, like, the creepy postman. But, like, every gay man wanted to do it. I also love that they called Chuck and Larry celebrities in the gay community. I was like, excuse me? They're what? Also, Lance Bass was in this movie. That was funny. At the end, at, like... Oh, Ving Rhames and Alex's uh, brother get married at the end. At the racist church. Um... Or wedding chapel and then at the end Lance Bass is in the band singing. I was like, Oh, they got their they got their one gay man in here.
0: Yay. That fixes everything.
1: Yay. I'm trying I'm going through my notes to see if there's anything of note that we haven't. Oh my gosh, I hated when they were like, We're gonna ask you this ridiculous question and they're like, Who's pitching and who's catching? And it's like I I really hated in the club scene when they were like, oh ho, we're gonna ask, we're gonna ask the question, and Alex is like, oh, don't ask the question, and Alex's brother is like, I'm gonna ask, who's pitching and who's catching, and I was like, and they're like, oh, what do you mean, like who's the girl and who's the guy? First of all, so many layers, uh, uh, just, like gay people don't have um, like fucking roles that they always have to fill like not everybody's a top and not everybody's bottom like it's it's sex like everybody else but then they're like oh who's the guy like they kept reinforcing these heterosexual relationship standards onto homosexual relationships which drives me fucking crazy like when they're like in gay in gay relationships people are like well who's the girl and who's the guy nobody they're both girls, or they're both guys. That's the whole point of being gay. What do you mean? Who's the... Oh, that was so fucking annoying. When I listened to that, I was like, God, it's just straight people writing this shit. I, oh, hated that. It's bad. This I is a bad here. movie. This was really, really bad. I didn't... I didn't like... Oh, when Adam Sandler was um, being... Was pretending to be like Larry's dead wife and being like, oh, Larry, like the ghost of Larry's dead wife, being like, Larry, why did you let him sleep in the bed? And like teasing him about his dead wife. I was like, this is really fucking mean. Like, I would not be friends with this man if he was making fun of me about not getting over the death of my wife. Like, even if it's true and he should start moving on, like, buddy, that's really. It was so fucking mean. I hated it. I hated it. I also thought that the green screen while oh, they were on the fire truck was, was so really bad. bad. <laughs> it was
0: it was comedically awful.
1: It was comedically funny. It was so bad like you literally it was something out of like an 80s movie. Like you literally like you saw them like they were barely moving on like this fire the truck wind set wasn't and you just see all, like the streets yeah, the wind wasn't moving, but you just see streets passing at like 80 fucking miles an hour. <laughs> like, they're in New York. Where are they going that fast? All at constant
0: speed, so never stopping and
1: starting. stupid. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so dumb. This movie was so bad. It makes me angry. Um, it also, like, huh, it makes me mad. It, okay, so in January of 2020 of this year, this year, this year, 2020, this was, on what is it, June, six months ago, um, so in Chicago, uh, the city council was, like, for, we should set aside, like, contracts specifically for LGBT owned businesses, so that, like, they can also get a chance at, like, opening their business and, and renting, um, like, Buildings and whatever. And a city council, one of the councilmen, he objected that. And his argument was, well, you know, I've seen that movie about the two firefighters who pretended to be gay just to get benefits. Like, you know, what if that happens in real life? (laughs) CJ's face.
0: (laughs) This is unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. What the mm-hmm. fuck?
1: Yeah, dude. I was like, I literally, I had my head in my hands. I was reading this at work and I was like, oh my God. Like to this day, you people You might have are, saw the people, movie, but you didn't <laughs> see like, the
0: movie. You didn't. You weren't. Your brain like, was not turned on while you were watching this movie.
1: Listen, in real life, do I imagine that some people pretend to be xyz to get benefits of course there are evil people in this world but i'm not gonna lie that's a lot of fucking work to go through like how many people are actually gonna fucking do that it's a lot of work if you have fucking steve pescemi going through your garbage looking for homosexual garbage i don't got the fucking time for that and i'm i'm fucking bisexual and i don't got the time for that
0: yeah you better make sure you have bisexual dumb If they find out, you don't have biceps I,
1: I gotta have biceps Damn. I gotta have button-down <laughs> shirts. I gotta have tucked-in pants with I a be belt. Cuffed. Fuck. They gotta... They gotta be cuffed. I fucking hate those those bisexual stereotypes because nine times out of ten, I like watch those like bisexual stereotype like meme TikToks and stuff like that while I'm literally wearing an outfit that looks like that and I'm like, ugh, they've got me again. Dad
0: shirts that you got at thrift stores.
1: Oh. Oh, I love them. I love them. Dude, I've been getting targeted ads on Facebook. Sp- for me specifically, I think it's literally tucked in like striped, rainbow colored, and like brightly colored like Allie. dad shirts and like high waisted mom shorts that are belted and also striped and okay. bright colors. Okay. I was like, damn, they're really coming for the bisexual community with this targeted <laughs> ad. It's so good. Good. Ugh. was so much better than this movie. Did, this mo- did you know that this movie, uh, Universal, was sued Ooh, for this I movie? I did not. Yes. Um, there was an Australian movie called Strange Bedfellows Strange that came out in Bedfellows.
0: 2004. Uh, okay. they
1: su- yes, they sued Universal oh, for shit. plagiarism. They found a hundred similar plot points in the movie. Like, they're both about, like, firefighters who, like, pretended to be gay and stuff like that. And, and it's so funny because it really was a victim of happenstance because this script had been written in the 90s and Universal, they dropped the suit because Universal showed them a script from, like, one of their earliest scripts from the 90s and was like, look, I promise you we didn't plagiarize your 2004 movie. Like, it's just opposite sides of the world they were That's thinking about so the same strange. thing wow how fucking funny is that um i just wanted to talk really quick about what was happening in 2007 in the yeah, go
0: right community
1: ahead. for this movie because like man this movie fucking came out it's making all of these like stereotypical gay jokes and it's doing fucking yellow face meanwhile in 2007 gay marriage was not even legalized yet which we talked about it massachusetts was the only state to make it legal which um i think they actually legalized it in 2007 maybe um but i feel like why don't you just set this movie in massachusetts (laughs) like and skipped that whole like oh you should just but go get married. Like you could have skipped a lot of plot points with Alexa,
0: that. it just doesn't work without. God,
1: it. we have to. Come on, we have to. Um, a few states, a few states had legalized domestic partnerships and civil unions because they were like, "Oh, it's kind of like being married, right, gay fellas? Ain't that, ain't that just kind of the same? It's good enough." So they legalized that. And also, "Don't ask and don't tell" was still fucking in effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I can't believe this movie was made. We, I can't believe learning, this movie was as, made. As
0: we're going through all these movies, oh. we're going to learn so much just about where 2007 was in time of history. And honestly, it wasn't a, it wasn't oh, the God. best of times. No, no, no.
1: It wasn't fucking great. So the budget of this movie was eighty-five million dollars. It made one hundred eighty-seven point one million dollars. <laughs> It became, it was number one in its opening weekend, and it beat another 2007 favorite, oh, Hairspray. Wow. Not rightfully so. Hairspray should have been number one. And it knocked out the previous number one from the previous weekend. What do you think that number one was that oh, it knocked out? From the previous
0: out? weekend. Uh, Ratatouille. Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking Harry oh, Potter God. and the Order of the Phoenix. Oh. This thing knocked wow. out Harry fucking Potter. Like, what the fuck? I'm sure. Uh, truthfully, I'm sure J.K. Rowling's mm-hmm. thrilled about that. <laughs> we hate her. I can't believe Harry Potter was just written by no one. It just came out.
0: It eventually, I want.
1: I also wanted to talk about it. It poofed into existence. It's truly amazing. I love it. I also wanted to talk about a, yeah. oh, yeah. um, talk about a, a sad part about this movie. So, um, when this movie came out, I was 12 years old. Guess when. Uh, Guess when, tw- when young Alexa started figuring out that maybe she was not straight. Guess what, guess what fucking age? 12? Yeah, it was 12. 12. It was 12 years old. Guess who saw this movie, like, around that time and thought to herself, being gay is okay.
0: Alexa, it was you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was me. And, like, it was the Ving Rhames scene, which, like, is the only scene that I look back on this movie. Wow. Like, like... With a fond heart. And when I was watching this movie, I was like, I hope to have those same feelings. And then I just got mad. And I was like, I can't believe this is the first movie that I watched where I was like, being gay is okay. It was fucking Chuck and Larry. It was, ah, uh, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, I didn't know. Listen, I was so young. I, when I so watched naive. this
0: movie, I didn't watch the full movie. I caught, like most movies at this time in my life, I caught like bits and pieces from cable. And the only thing I remember mm-hmm. is the over-sexualized scene of Jessica Beale. And so it's Oh, it's so just...
1: bad. I also remembered the scene where Adam Sandler punches the uh, the religious, like, anti-gay mm-hmm. protesters in the face. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, there you had it.
1: <sighs> what, a what, a what a movie, movie. I dude. Think... Don't... I was just going to say, yeah, don't fucking don't watch, watch it. don't
0: watch it. <laughs> we don't recommend it. I think... I think I'm confident no. to say that this is bottom of the barrel of what we've seen so far.
1: CJ, I really think that I'd rather watch epic movies.
0: Okay, I'm, like the more bad movies we watch, the more the less bad epic the movie. The more gets.
1: epic movie is okay.
0: Like it's it's not good, mm-hmm. but it it's it's a, a version of not good that is watchable and laughable. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Like I could watch it like with a group yeah. of people and have a good time. It's not so much. Like it's up there with, yeah. I would say it's it's like a oh, cat's 100%, experience. Like 100%. it's not good, and it's a it's a thousand percent upsetting. But like, you know, CJ's leaving. Where's he going? He's coming back. <laughs> He's showing me the cat's DVD <laughs> that I got him for his birthday. <laughs> I didn't tell him I was getting it for him. I, I just sent it. I keep it sent under
0: it. my wallet every night.
1: Oh, beautiful. <laughs> CJ got me a happily never after poster. So we're both torturing yeah. each other, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I would say this in our bottom. list of movies, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to write, I'm going to go into our list and I'm going to write it down. If I could find it in here. This is, is going to be the
0: worst of the worst for it's now. Gonna me and I, it's going to take we, we keep saying this, too, but it's really going to be impressive if we find another comedy that's going to replace this as bottom.
1: This is really, really, really yeah. bad. This was really bad. It made me upset. It made me angry. At some points, it made me physically ill over listening to how fucking misogynistic it was. Like, I felt upset. I was angry that people could watch this and come away with, like, a... a a good experience, yeah. I guess, and think, and, and- like, like this is okay? Ugh. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. In 2007, we didn't have much as a gay community. We were working with little. So it was like, okay, yeah, I guess it's fine. But now it's 2020. Um, We have a lot of better movies and a lot more content. Thank God. Watch something else. This was a nightmare. I can't believe I did this to myself on yeah, pride, pride Month. Y'all. Yeah. Happy Pride, y'all. Listen, I am so glad that I found a workaround to not pay for this I, movie. CJ did pay for this movie. I Don't pay did. for
0: I <laughs> did. I gave YouTube my $4.75. Oh, and that reminded me. <sighs> the comments of the YouTube video that I watched the movie on are removed. That's not the case for most movies on YouTube. <laughs> for some reason, this oh, one's dear. removed. Oh, dear. So...
1: Oh, for it some got a little reason, spicy. it's I can I can't imagine because YouTube comments are always so <laughs> tame and kind. You're
0: lying. <laughs> you are being a liar.
1: Me lie never. I would never. I'm so glad I didn't pay Fuck for this you. movie. I had to sit through a bunch of ads for for. Yeah, dude. I literally when I looked it up on my Roku, it popped up like how to watch it and it was like youtube 4.99 apple tv or 3.99 apple tv 3.99 tbs free with subscription oh. and i was like i wonder what that means and i p- clicked on it and it was like sign in with your cable provider and i was like mm, my my parents got that xfinity sign me the fuck up so i got a lot of commercials for tbs shows yeah. haven't watched tbs in years didn't even really know that it yeah. was still a thing yeah. good for them they're killing good it for you
0: tbs that's what that's what we're gonna leave this off with good Fuck for you, chuck TBS, and larry for hanging in there
1: good fucking riddance <laughs> what a nightmare this was um follow us on yeah, our socials guys do it. uh at every 2007 comedy on instagram and twitter um also it's pride month uh Donate to to LGBT charities. There's a lot of uh, there's a GoFundMe right now for uh, the Black trans community. There's a lot of uh, trans charities um, to support. Uh, also support your local oh, Black yeah. Lives Matter uh, uh, charities. Sign petitions. Go to protests. Give give what money that you can to you can charity. Um, yeah, dude. Like fuck the police. <laughs> and also fuck these firemen in particular not all firemen just the chuck and larry firemen fuck them i trust all firemen but them
0: hey hey gina thank you for letting us use your song 20 something off the album yellow y'all should check it out
1: Mm because
0: she makes some really good music
1: she makes music um that's anti-misogynist i would say Listen to, we should get Adam Sandler to listen to March song.
0: Yeah, let's just make that dude, happen, dude.
1: I accidentally. Hey, Adam. <laughs> hashtag make Adam Sandler listen to March song. <laughs> get it trending. All right. I I one last thought. As I was researching this, I stumbled upon uh, a an article from like uh, from Mexico, from like a Mexican uh, news media outlet uh, talking about how adam sandler said that after this after this movie came out he said that he promised to work with more lgbt charities and organizations i didn't look deep enough into it to see if that's still true i'm sure it is adam sandler in general seems like a pretty nice guy he came to my hometown last year and played basketball with the local kids for no apparent reason aside from he was in the area he seems like an like an okay dude we like the Sandman. Um, but in the article, he said they asked him if he was planning, if he expected to become a gay icon because of this. And he said, well, I don't really know about all that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're not gay. So (laughs) there's your, answer, bud.
1: So I just thought that's a good, it's a good way to end. It's a good thought to, to, to chew on. Happy Pride, guys. The first Pride was a riot. Don't forget that.
0: We'll <laughs> see you here in 2007. 07. Yeah.